Hello and welcome to another brand new episode of Yashoda Health Podcast brought to you by Yashoda Hospitals. I'm your host Dr. Lakshmi and the topic for the day is Rainy Wellness Navigating Monsoon Healthcare. In this episode we'll talk in depth about the common health issues faced during the monsoon season, the precautions that can be taken and the best practices to maintain a healthy body. Dr. Shashidhar Reddy Gutta, consultant general physician and diabetologist from Yashoda Hospitals, Malakpet, will join us for this episode to provide expert advice on this topic. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to the program, Doctor. Namaste, I am Dr. Shashidhar Reddy, consultant physician, Yashoda Hospitals, Malakpet. So can you explain the common health issues that people tend to face during the monsoon season especially? Once the summer season ends and the rainy season starts, the common diseases which we see are most of them are born by mosquito-borne diseases like malaria, dengue and uh, chikungunya. And along with that, we can see the surge in the typhoid also where the patient, or if they have any contaminated water, they can have typhoid. And there are a few other diseases where uh, this is the surge in the monsoon season, like rickets and fevers and spirochetal diseases where we call scrub typhus and leptospira also. So in general, doctor, for our understanding, how does the monsoon season affect the immune system and overall health of the individuals? The monsoon season, once they have anything outside with contaminated food, they can have this this uh, this waterborne diseases. And uh, it's not about the immunity only. If the patient has a natural immunity, most of the times they might have this common cold and they'll recur in one or two days because influenza and common, uh, which we call the common cold, uh, is also in the surge in the start, starting of the monsoon. But most of them will subside in two or three days. But only in the people whose immunity is low or people who are having diabetes or immunocompromised people or people who are elderly, they might have any secondary bacterial infection. Those are the people which might, which might land or who might land in the hospital whom the OB-based treatment might not be sufficient. So along with that, anything which is contaminated, if patient is having or the person is having outside food, that can affect our GI system, following which we can have a gastroenteritis or sometimes even diseases like typhoid. So what precautions should individuals take to stay healthy during the monsoon season? Yeah, first of all, whenever you are going outside, if you are going on a two-wheeler, uh, better to wear, wear a raincoat which includes a hood and never uh, try to exp- uh, not to expose to rain or even if you are there is an inevitable situation where you are exposed to rain better to have umbrellas along with you and when you are on two wheeler better to have a raincoat uh, covering whole body uh, and uh, better not to eat anything or drink anything outside which is not properly cooked or any high unhygienic food and uh, routinely better to carry your own water bottle or food when you are traveling to your office or uh, this thing and when you are even when you are in long journeys in during the monsoon season we see many people traveling to some pilgrimages and also because uh, the winds once the temperature is down they might go visit pilgrim places also so better to carry or bottle or properly purified water should be taken because most of the diseases which we see are by waterborne so once you are taking properly uh, proper purified or bottled water which is not contaminated most of the diseases can be avoided and uh, and and rest things to prevent from mosquitoes or mosquito bite better to wear full hand sleeves shirts or trousers and along with uh, that if you are in a living in a mosquito uh, means uh, area where the mosquitoes are very much in high 
better to use a mosquito repellent and uh, uh, we can use uh, skin applying creams like odomas and uh, keep our surroundings first of all the mosquitoes are grown in the areas where there is no cleanliness or where there is any stored water or where there is any open nalas or contaminated waters so if there is anything like that better to clean our premises first dispose the uh, stored water and spray proper uh, mosquito sprays in and around the surroundings of our uh, house or uh, apartments whatever wherever we live we live and uh, this uh, next thing is uh, even uh, have proper food which is not uh, contaminated or, or which is properly cooked and which is hot most of the time because sometimes even if it is properly cooked uh, within few hours sometimes food might uh, get contaminated or it might uh, get rotten so better to have any hot food or which is properly cooked food so what are the potential risks of waterborne diseases during the monsoon season and what steps can be taken to prevent them doctor the potential risks or diseases which we get by waterborne diseases are uh, diarrhea and dysentery sometimes uh, cholera can also be there but nowadays we, we are not seeing that much high in cases of cholera uh, and uh, next one is typhoid as we have discussed earlier so most of the times if if it is acute gastroenteritis or any diarrhea it might be self limiting but few people where we see the disease severity will be very high where they can have 10 to 15 times of loose motions per day where the patient gets completely dehydrated and uh, sometimes they we, we have seen the patients where going into severe dehydration landing in acute kidney injury and renal failure also where we have to pay, admit the patient in the icu they might go on to dialysis also because a uh, simple water contamination can uh, land a patient in the icu also most of the times uh, young patients who are having better immunity they might tolerate but the people who are elderly and immunocompromised people once they have any waterborne infection uh, they can have all these complications sometimes we have seen patients where whole of the colon or some part of the colon is involved and uh, infective where the infective diarrhea we and especially in typhoid Uh, we might see even perforations where a patient might uh, land up in finally doing a surgery also so are there any specific measures to protect against mosquito borne diseases like dengue and malaria during the monsoon season yeah as we discussed earlier first of all is maintain the cleanliness of your surroundings uh, dispose the uh, empty buckets or empty shells which are loading on water or which are storing water in and around you and clean your premises premises properly and use the mosquito repellents and uh, wear a full, full hand sleeves or full hand trousers even uh, when you are going out or in in house also because uh, most of the times we think uh, my, my malaria and all is its uh, mosquito bite will be most of the times in the night time but uh, in diseases like dengue where uh, the mosquito bite is during the day time so it's not only during the night time we need to protect ourselves in the day time also from the mosquito bite So could you provide some insights on the importance of personal hygiene and sanitation during the monsoon season? Yeah, uh, personal hygiene means uh, compulsory patient every person uh, should have proper bath daily morning and evening. And uh, whenever uh, you are uh, handling uh, some objects or when you are going outside or before having food compulsory you make sure that you wash your hands proper and hands properly with soap and water or uh, detergent water is available. Uh, and uh, have proper Uh, food and uh, protected water so what are the warning signs or symptoms that individuals should be aware of and seek medical attention for during the monsoon season 
So during the monsoon season, initially most of the times in the initial phase of monsoon, what we see is due to the fall in the temperatures or the exposure to rain and all, we'll have common cold or uh, cold along with uh, mild viral fever-like symptoms. So any patient who has f common cold, what we say, cold, they can have fever initially one or two days, mild, just cold, cough, lasting for two days, then by third day or fourth day they might subside once if it is crossing more than 72 hours and the patient is having persistent fever spikes and the patient is having any breathing difficulty the warning sign would be persistent fever patient having breathing difficulty or cough not subsiding and cough associated with sputum these are the things which we need to observe and they should immediately consult a nearby physician or pulmonologist whoever is available to them and get evaluated for basic investigations because if it is a common cold and all, most of the times it will subside. And if it is pneumonia and all, if you miss, patient might land in the ICU, ultimately landing on uh, hypoxia, ventilator, complications and all. So any fever lasting more than 48 to 72 hours, better to get immediate help from the physician. So thank you, doctor. And thank you all for listening. And stay tuned for more episodes from Yashoda Hospitals.